comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a Jittery Monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. I'm Greg Mahachko. Joining me as always, he is known to you and to all as the co-host of the year. He's none other than Mike Luther. Hello, Mike. That is me. I am the co-host of the year for the fourth year in a row or third year or something that's fine yeah i'm undefeated undisputed nobody can touch me that's true yes how you been it's been a couple of weeks yeah it has been um i i am doing real good uh i i was i, I didn't know if i wanted to get right into the comic book talk but I want to see before I because I, I'm going I'm going to go on a rant. I'll just tell you right now uh, uh, about all these comics. So I don't know if you had any stories of what you've been doing lately. You got you got a new gift today. I did. I as I as I told Mike um, earlier today, I, I I aged twenty years in twelve hours because as we'll talk about at the end of the show, or at least the second half of the show. Mike and I uh, both went and saw Spider-Man No Way Home last night, but we did it in two different counties, two different theaters. Mike did not know that I was going to see it. I was supposed to go see it yesterday, right? Uh, but we have had, like, I don't want to jinx it, but we've had a lot of sickness in our house the last couple of weeks. So the twins haven't been in daycare. Uh, my oldest won't be going to school for the three and a half days that or two and a half days he was supposed to go to school this week. You can, you know, do the math on that one. Um, but uh, I was, yeah, I was supposed to go to the 1050 show uh, of of Spider-Man No Way Home. Ended up getting a refund on that ticket. In fact, initially, I told you this the day before, uh, I thought my wife might be home as well with the oldest at kindergarten and the twins at daycare. I was like, well... If she's feeling up to it, maybe we'll both go. So on right. Thursday, I bought a second ticket that was happened to be uh, in the assigned seat next to mine. And as I'm telling her about this uh, yesterday, and I said, yeah, I, I got refunds on those. And she's, well, that's good. Uh, but she kind of, she looked disappointed that we didn't end up going to the show. Uh, so I asked her yesterday afternoon, I said, scale of one to 10, how mad would you be if I snuck out of the house tonight? <laughs> I went to see Spider-Man <laughs> and she didn't care. Uh, but I didn't tell Mike I was sitting in the theater in the, before the preview section and I'm sitting there uh, by myself. Uh, it was fine. It's not the first time. Won't be the last time I've gone to the show by myself. And I texted Mike. So what time's your movie starting? He said, 1030. I said, well, enjoy it. Uh, I said, I, I've already dozed a little on the couch, which was not a <laughs> lie, um, but I stayed awake. I want to congratulate uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. It's the first Marvel movie I've seen in theaters this year that I've stayed awake <laughs> completely throughout. I can understand that. Um, and, and I should quantify that. I stayed awake during uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. I did not stay awake during Eternals. Um, yeah. But 
but getting back to the, the, you know, new gift that I received today is I was out till after midnight last night. And today I went and picked up my Christmas present, which was a lazy boy rocker recliner. So, you know, this time last night I felt 2021, you know, doing the things I used to do going, you know, staying out late and, and 12 hours later, I'm putting together a rocking chair and I was really difficult to get out of that thing the rest of the day. Well, I absolutely believe that. Um, one thing I, this is not going to be exciting for anybody that doesn't know you or your, your, your house, but where are you fitting that at? Because you had the sectional before and there wasn't room for a recliner. It didn't seem like if I remember, if I'm remembering correctly, you're not wrong. Uh, we actually split the sectional uh, several months okay. back uh, okay, okay. and put it against each side against the walls. Okay. And so we put one portion down a little further. And so my chair, my chair, mm-hmm. it's good yes, saying yes. that is close to like the back door facing the okay. TV. So, okay. yeah, we made it work. And uh, my wife, it was her idea. I, I, she told me, you know, she was out doing Black Friday shopping at local mm-hmm. stores and come to find out that she was also, she said, you don't want to know how many like recliners I, I had to test at this <laughs> at the lazy boy store that day. She's like, I probably sat in a hundred different chairs. My God. Uh, I said, I don't know how you get out of a hundred different chairs. I'm like, Nope, this is the one just what, yeah, roll, me, exactly. roll me into the pickup truck and, and send me on home. <laughs> Was, was her idea that, hey, you don't fall asleep fast enough just on a couch. Uh, <laughs> we're going to need something that makes you fall asleep instantly. So I don't know if, if you ever paid attention uh, to our, our sectional or our sofa, whatever you want to call it, but it is kind of low to the ground. Yes. And so when you're like sitting there, you're at a negative angle. Meaning, I mean, you know this because you do squats and stuff. So your butt is lower than your knees. Yeah. And neither my back nor my knees are great. Uh, so, you know, trying to get out of that sometimes. <laughs> she, she said, like, I just kind of got tired of hearing you like grunt and groan. Yeah. And uh, uh, especially when you're, you know, trying to hold a sleeping infant and uh, oh, yeah. trying to get up and, and, you know, not fall over one way or another. So, uh, and we've been talking about getting new furniture. And I said, but we're going to go get new furniture you know, like together. And she's like, well, we can find something that matches. So, yeah, I, I, I definitely uh, kind of and I've thought about this. I miss the, the the younger days when I could sit down and get up without making a noise. You know, when you're in your teens and 20s, you just do it quietly. Mm-hmm. Instead of, uh, uh. And if and if I'm not, you know, like. Look, a I'm out of shape. Yeah, I know, but you know, it's it's that old man like groans, but also like my knees pop. <laughs> yeah, getting, yeah, getting into and out of those couches. So, uh, this this chair is huge. Um, my my feet almost dangle. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so, so it it's fun. I mean, I'm gonna enjoy it for hopefully a very long time. Well, you know, Greg. Besides sleeping, you know what else you could do in that chair? Some comic book reading, which is exactly what I did. Segway. <laughs> I was like, I, I did a couple things on. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're not talking about that. We're talking about the comic book reading. Uh, tell, tell me about the comic book reading that you've been up to. 
so I have been doing a lot. In fact, so we didn't record last weekend. That's a because, fact. Because uh, Friday, I think you had something going on. And then Saturday was UFC. So we just are like, eh, we're just skipping next week. But I'll tell you right now, I wanted, I, I've read more since then. But this all started about last weekend, maybe a couple of days before last weekend. First one, the book I finished was uh, Die Volume 1. Ooh, good. Okay. I'm gonna bring. Gotta get closer to Mike. I'm gonna bring all these books up here so I don't forget them. But yeah, I'm I'm showing Greg, even though he's seen it before, because he let me borrow it. Uh, Die volume one. I'm gonna put it over here in the red stash. Um, it took me a little bit longer than I wanted to to read this, not because it's a bad uh, comic book, but just because sometimes you have to get the right frame of mind mm-hmm. to be sit down and reading. And I know you've already talked about. Uh, gave a synopsis of it but if anybody's uh this is their first time listening i will say that it starts off in the 90s with a group of kids i forget how many there are five six kids and they're playing a dungeons and dragons type of game let's say called die uh they disappear and then they uh, was it 20 something years later 30 years later they um, were- there it was like five or six, I think. I thought it was wait five or six years later from the nineties. Yeah, because then it, when when we kind of meet up with them in, in you know, and and I, I you've got the book in front of you, so don't let me be the expert. But <laughs> but they're gone for a few years. One of them doesn't come back. Spoilers. Uh, but then they all like have lives. Some of them grow up, get married, have kids, type oh, of thing. So hold on. let me let me let me stop you there, Greg. Uh, I'm gonna read it from the back here. In the 90s, six teenagers disappeared into a fantasy role-playing game. Only five returned. Nearly 30 years later, these broken adults are dragged back to discover the game isn't finished with them yet. Right. All right. That means so, yeah, that- that's how I was going to say, too. One of them doesn't come back. One of them comes back missing an arm. They, yeah. For whatever reasons, they have to go back into the game, and it goes from there. And that's what the back of the book is saying is they, yes. they, they go into the into the game in the 90s and 30 years later, they go back into the game. Not 30 years later, they come back from the game. Yeah. So, but that's all right. Our, hey, hey, we're not here to do the, the math for you. Go read the book. I've yeah. endorsed it. Mike endorses it. And Rhiannon from Twilight Comics, Swansea, Illinois endorses it. So, yes. Peter Patter. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I won't spoil it because it is new. Uh, unlike a lot of the comic books I read, this one's fairly new. So after I read that, then as far as the story goes, uh, the next one I read was Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe again, which I believe, Greg, you have this one. You because you, I believe I because I kind of re-listened to the last podcast and you were talking about how you have Deadpool Kills Deadpool and Deadpool Kills Marvel Universe again. Greg, have you read Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe again? I don't think so. Or if okay. I did, it's been a while and I don't remember. Yeah. Um, so not to spoil anything, but you find out more of why Deadpool is killing everybody, which is somewhat interesting rather than and I, w- I was more interested in how he's happening to be killing everybody. Like, how is he killing Thor? Like, how is he killing a lot of these people? Because, you know, Deadpool is really good, but he's not like a god. But yeah, they focus on the why. Uh, I picked this up at Twilight Comics, Swansea, Illinois, because I wanted a Deadpool story to read because I hadn't. I, the only other I had read two issues of um, 
Black Panther versus Deadpool, which was pretty good. And I'm hoping to someday get the whole story. Um, but yeah, it's it was and this is a pretty short story. Like this, I, I don't I think took me less than a day. Like it's really short. Um, this has to be kind of like the first volume or something, yeah. Because it there is kind of a do be continued type of thing at the end. I might continue it on, you know, one of these days. Uh, and then this is this is where it starts getting really good for me, at least. Uh, I finally was able to read uh, Justice League Dark, Volume 3, The Death of Magic. I say finally because it took me forever to pick it up from uh, Twilight Comics, Swansea, Illinois. I, and it took me so, like so many months, like, oh God, way too long to get it. And it took me, I read it so quickly because it's, <laughs> it's, it's such a good story. So this is what I realized, Greg. Justice League Dark is kind of like my new go-to. Oh, okay. Okay. This is like my, this is like my Green Lantern for you. All right. Like, I'm really interested in reading all the stories of Justice League Dark. Not only that, but I'm trying to figure out different spinoffs. Oh, yeah, I, I say spinoffs, but like, you know, uh, I know I'm going to try to find, uh, was it DC Presents Volume 1 Dead Man? Because I want to read some Dead Man stories. I want to read some constant stories, which I actually did. Uh, Zatanna, all these, like, and then, and then just keep going. With so you're, you're going down the rabbit hole. Yes, yes, absolutely. Oh, uh, and also I'll say um, for volume three, Death of Magic, written by Jeff Lemire, which is one of my favorite writers. Uh, and uh, Michael Janine did the artwork on it, which is one of my top artists as well. Um, amazing. So then I saw, so I, like I said, I, I wanted to get into all of this other Justice League Dark stuff. And I have two other Justice League Dark um uh books there's kind of a different set because it's like that's volume three of a different story and then i have volume one and two of a also different story uh but do you I, have i think volume three that you held up there is yes. new 52 yes new 52 which i really like so i wonder if the one and two that you have is maybe under the rebirth brand? Uh, pr- probably which did come after I can't really tell that. Never mind. Yeah. Um, which I'll talk about this one a little bit here. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so uh, when, one of the times that I was at um, Charlotte Comics, Swansea, Illinois, uh, I picked up Constantine Hellblazer Regeneration. Now, this is a pretty thick book. And like I said, this is starting last weekend. So uh, over 370 pages. And I was, you know, it, it covers... Um, I think it's uh, Hellblazer uh, issues 250 to 260. Uh, and then there's a holiday special. <laughs> there's a little holiday special, which I didn't realize. I was like, oh, that's perfect timing. There's a holiday special at the beginning. And then there's, um, it's like a special Chaz edition or whatever you want to call it near the end. Like I said, pretty thick books. So I thought to myself, you know what? This is probably going to take me a while to read. That's, you know, it's going to take me like a month or so. Man, I was flying through it because there was like I would read a little bit and then I'd be like, okay, I'm just going to put it down and do something else. And then like two minutes later, I'm like, let me just read a couple more pages. (laughs) And then I would pick it up again. One thing I noticed about this, um, because as you're going through. um, So also, let me before I get there. uh, Peter Milligan uh, wrote it. 
very good writer as well. But anyway, so as I'm going through it, every so often when you would get to what would be a cover page for the certain issues, I'm staring at it and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like, I got to figure out who this artist is. So, of course, Google's my friend. And I, I figured out. You yes. know, you, you don't have to Google that, right? You could just look in the book and it'll it's, tell you. It's not in there, though. What? I don't know why, but it's not. Like, his, it, his, name, his name isn't in there. Huh. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to look, but no. So it would not. always have, you know, like the this book collects, you know, a collection of these stories written yeah. by this person with art and, and uh, covers. Well, it by. doesn't have it in the beginning. It might have it somewhere in there. All right. Well, I didn't mean didn't to touch it up, but, but Google helped you. Yeah, it didn't uh, take long to figure out who it was. And if I would have known about this person, he would have been in my top five comic book artist. Uh, and that's Lee Bermejo, which, by the way, so <laughs> this is kind of part of the rabbit hole. The reason I know his name is pronounced Bermejo and not like Bermejo or Bermejo is because I went on YouTube. because I'm like, he's got to have an interview out there somewhere. Where either they're going to introduce some, like, hey, ladies and gentlemen, blah, blah, blah. Or he's going to introduce himself, like, hey, everybody, I'm blah, blah, blah. So that's how I know it's Libra Mayo. Okay. And it was, it was him and a guy that I forgot his name now. Um, is one of his, as, as a writer. And they were talking about a new Batman that they were going to write, or that they were starting to write. Now, this, I say new Batman. This is, I don't know how long ago this was. I don't think it was recent. But they were talking about uh, Batman Damned. Okay. So as they're talking about it, I think, okay, Batman, you know, I like Batman. I've, in fact, two of my go-to uh, recommendations for comic, new comic book readers are Batman White Knight and Batman Hush. Those are my two go-tos. I have several Batmans here that I still need to read. But Batman is just not, at this time, a... Uh, a, a, a comic or a, a character that's going to make me go, oh my God, I got to go to Twilight now. You know, nothing, like I said, nothing wrong with that. Though. But then they were talking about, they said that in the story, um, Joker's dead and Batman doesn't remember how it happened. Right. I'm like, okay, interesting. And then though, they go, yeah. And then there's characters like Constantine in there. Like, oh, wait a minute. Swamp thing. Zatanna. I'm like, oh, now I, now I want to read it. Now, now you're, you're you're talking to me now. Um, so like I said, uh, I, I so I went into my comic book collection, ones I've have and ones you let me borrow, and I'm like, maybe he has Batman Damned in here, right? And so I'm looking through it, and I don't see Batman Damned, which is fine. I, I added that to my list of um, comic books I need. I did find one though. Um, I I know drawn by Lee Bermejo, and I think maybe also written by him as well because I don't see anybody else on the cover. But and it, and it's perfect timing for now. Uh, Batman Noel, which is essentially like a Batman Scrooge story, you know. Uh, and you're right; it is written and illustrated by Lee Bermejo. Yes. Yeah, and it, uh, I mean, the illustrations are just amazing on it. Uh, the story is, I mean, the story is okay. It's, it, you know, nothing crazy. But uh, I finished that one also <laughs> right away. And then last thing I am reading now is, once, once again, a Justice Lee Dark, uh, volume one, the last 
Age of Magic, written mm. by James Tinian the Fourth, which I believe the last thing I've read of his was Something's Killing the Children. I think I think he wrote that. Um, yeah, it, uh, it, it's uh, there's Man Bat on there, Zatanna, Swamp Thing, Wonder Woman, Detective Chimp, all all amazing. I I guarantee you I will have this done by this weekend because I only have a couple pages left, and then I'll go on to my next uh, Justice League Dark one, and then eventually I'll have to read other comics. <laughs> Uh, I, oh, man, it's, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled that you found, you know, like your kind of go to, yes, you know, comfort food almost. Well, thank you. Uh, also, I'll say, uh, I'm thrilled that I get to do this podcast because then I get to talk to somebody who actually reads comics because there's nobody else in my life that, uh, <laughs> like cares about comics at all. I, th- like, I thought you were. I can't name one person. I thought you were going to be like, and I'm glad I do this podcast because now I can purchase all these as a tax write-off <laughs> for a business expense. I know we do that. <laughs> uh, no, and like I said, I, this is starting last weekend. I didn't get to talk to you last weekend. And then I was like, I didn't know if we were recording this week. And I'm like, we don't record this week. I'm going to effing call Greg up and just be like, hey, Greg, I just got to talk to you about comic books. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, while you were reading all of that, I wasn't reading anything. <laughs> were you but, watching anything? Uh, any, uh, any Christmas movies you've been watching lately? You know what? Been uh, watching some of the staples. Uh, okay, like know, what? Tell, tell me. Um, the Santa Claus. Okay. Elf, uh, the New Grinch. The one from a couple of years okay, ago. Okay, yeah. Uh, and the reason being is... Um, believe yeah that was the first movie we ever took our, our oldest to in the theater so that's kind of a little bit of a especially he's been wanting to watch it wanting to watch it the only place you could find it was on demand um which was you know free and on demand but yeah i i saw it in the store it was the blu-ray dvd digital copy so i picked it up it was 14 15 bucks and now he can watch everyone every once it's fine yeah. it's there's nothing wrong with the movie um you know i'm sure some Grinch uh, purists be like, it's it, look, it's not my Grinch, it's his yeah. Grinch. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, and, and and that's perfectly fine. So we've been watching that. Watched and you know, uh, on Netflix over the last couple of years, Kurt Russell's come out with some Christmas movies, The Christmas Chronicles, yes. and Christmas Chronicles Two. So we've watched the first one this year. We haven't watched the second one, but I think from that same studio, we did watch one today. I think it's new called a boy named called a boy called, a boy called christmas. christmas yeah i saw that as well yeah a little was, bit too long yeah but uh really enjoyable good yeah um and you know like as we get closer especially now that i'm gonna have all this newfound time i wasn't anticipating you know i'll get i'll get all the classics out you know i'll get out to it's a wonderful life um probably christmas eve will end up doing uh Christmas Eve daytime and then nighttime and then now Christmas day, since we're not going anywhere, um, you know, I'll make sure we get in Christmas vacation, Christmas story, uh, you know, some of those tried and true, um, you know, just eh, maybe not necessarily family classics, you know, as far as probably shouldn't be playing some parts of them, uh, you know, with with the six year old around or soon to be six year old. Um, But yeah, we'll we'll watch it. It'll be fine. 
So uh, really, I know Christmas Vacation is on HBO Max because I have that mm-hmm. on my list now. Um, when you're thinking about watching Christmas movies, I think there's two different genres of Christmas movies. There's the uh, family-friendly kind of heartwarming and cheesy version and then there's the more adult slapstick version which one is your go-to both all see I mean, well, if know. you had to choose one if you had to choose one probably go heartwarming same same absolutely uh so okay so here's another one um that i i've watched a couple times uh since thanksgiving uh it's on netflix it's white christmas um now if nobody knows what white? I mean, obviously, the the song "White Christmas" that yeah. plays prominently in it, uh, but it stars Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye. Uh, and uh, for example, when when uh, Clark Griswold is talking about uh, Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye tap dancing across the stage, <laughs> you know, he's talking about White Christmas. Um, but it's it's about um, more than you know, just like snow or whatever. Uh, it's two guys who were in the army. Uh, one kind of saves the other and like as a, I don't know, I think in other cultures you'd call a life debt or something like right. that. He's like, well, you know, you're this big entertainer and I got this song and Bing Crosby's character is like, oh, this song's a duet. And I, 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 I work alone. He's like, yeah, but, oh, my arm, you know, he's like, oh, okay. You know, kind of guilt him into it. And so they turn this, you know, uh, act into a, into, into a big thing and they go up to Vermont uh, to with a couple of pretty girls that they were just meeting. So that's anyway. Um, I, it's not as nefarious as I'm making it sound. Right, right. They find out that this um, like Vermont Inn is owned and run by their old general in World War II. But you know, like there's no snow, and so he's you know like losing money hand and f- over fist. So like, well, we're going to move the entire production up here, and then Bing Crosby goes on like what would be the uh. uh you know, fictional version of like the Ed Sullivan show. And he does a, a pitch to, you know, any members of their old infantry unit who are like, especially if you're in the Northeast, come on up. Uh, it's, it, but there's a moment in there when he's like the first reveal, when, when general walks into you know, like the ballroom or whatever you want to call it. And he sees like members of his old platoon there and things like that. Cause he was, you know, having some self doubt and he gets emotional and uh, without fail, I get a little emotional as well. So, um, yeah. So I, I, I like White Christmas. It, uh, it, hit, nice. it hits the right notes. Nice. So. Yeah, I, I plan on uh, watching a couple Christmas movies, ones that, that I can either rent or buy, because might as well, or ones that are free on streaming. Like I, I've already watched Christmas Chronicles, because that's one of my favorites. Um, love it. Uh, I'll probably watch Christmas Chronicles too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen it already, but, you know. Uh, see it watch again uh christmas vacation of course uh i did happen to buy what did i buy rudolph or frosty i don't care i brought one of them and i'm gonna buy the other one too that's right because <laughs> i can't find them anywhere and they're the same price i saw them at walmart but they're the same price on dvd as they are on voodoo you can get uh if you go to a tarjay mm-hmm. okay okay you can get a four pack uh, and it's got Frosty, Rudolph, and two other, uh, you know, some of those classic ones. For about how much? I don't remember, but I'd say it's probably no more than 20 bucks. I mean, it's all. Okay. Okay. Maybe. Pretty yeah. reasonable from that aspect. Yeah. You keep talking. I'll look it up. 
Okay. Well, actually, I mean, we can probably talk a little bit more about uh, uh, Christmas uh, next episode if we um, if we record because it'll be hopefully before Christmas. If not, oh, you know, well, um, because we and I'll say I'll say that because it's already almost eleven o'clock and we still have a ton of other stuff to talk about. Uh, one of the things was that there was a new trailer out, Sonic Two. Time for more Sonic. I think that's exactly what it's called, Mike. Sonic yes. 2, need more Sonic or something along those lines. Yes. Now, um, I, have, I think if I remember correctly, you saw the first Sonic. I did. Uh, okay. it, that was another one that we took uh, uh, our, our boy to when he was, you know, our oldest when he was the only. Right. Um, and it was supposed to be, I, I'll never forget. Uh, it's also the first night that uh, we tried Benny's uh, Pizza Pub ah, here okay. in Belleville. It was supposed to be just me and my boy, and it was Valentine's Day, uh, twenty nineteen, I believe. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, um, and because my wife was supposed to work, and then she got called off, and so we all went as a family, uh, had some pizza, walked across the street to uh, the Lincoln Theater, and sat down and watched Sonic, and really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so my boy, he, he's a big Sonic fan. So I showed him the trailer for this and he's like, oh, there's tails and there's knuckles. And and he's, you know, he's he's ready for it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I said I, I never saw the first one. It, the first one does look good, though. Um, same. I, I I saw the trailer for the second one and I'm like, OK, uh, Idris Elba as Knuckles. Pretty good. I didn't anticipate that, mostly because I have no idea what Knuckles is. I, I, my same same <laughs> like i i remember the sonic cartoon you know and it had tails in it but sonic was voiced by jaleel white aka yeah. urkel yes um and like in the video games i don't remember the video games like the old sega sega genesis right. which were the sonic games that i played like sonic didn't really ever talk you know yeah. you had just the text on, on the screen so i never like knew their voices and i have no real familiar familiarity or association with knuckles so just to hear idris elba's voice coming out of uh uh whatever that creature is supposed to be and i know there's a like like i know he's a species like yeah. sonic is a hedgehog and tails is a fox with it two tails. starts with an e and i don't know what it is at least i, I agree i i yeah. i'm on board with that but again i you know, right <laughs> it's like uh, <laughs> Um, but it's it's weird to hear you know like such a uh, prominent oh, oh. voice yeah. coming out of a cartoon essentially. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, but no, we're we're in we're in for Sonic two more Sonic, please. Of course. Uh, next trailer was uh, Cobra Kai season four, which comes out on the thirty first. Actually, uh, more karate. More, they're kind of getting now into the territory of, I know they're bringing back characters from the older Karate Kid movies, but it's the older Karate Kid movies that I didn't watch. Yeah, I you know I had no familiarity <laughs> with yeah. the uh, with with the villain or or the nemesis that they brought in for this one. So um, let's be honest, we would you watch Karate Kid and maybe Karate Kid Two. That's the only Karate Kids there are. I, 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 I think maybe. Okay, so so I have to actually change my answer because I I you know inaudibly you know held up one. Mm-hmm. I remember Karate Kid, and I'll, I had it on TV or something, but I watched the Karate Kid 
uh, new whatever with Hillary Swank. Uh, you know, I've, I've seen at least part of that. And I honestly, I think I watched that like, I was like think, on TV, like I didn't pay for it. You know? No, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> me, me neither. But I think, and I'd have to look at when it came out, but I think it was when actually at the gym, because I used to go to a gym that would, you'd have like a, an area that would like play movies as you're walking and stuff. Um, so that, and it would be able to play older movies. So that I, I have a feeling of that, or, or maybe I did rent it. I don't know, but um, I'm, they haven't brought her back. So I'm, Hey, it's hard to believe that that was the next karate kid. And that was made in 1994. Oh my God! Okay, never mind. Well, I was well. Maybe it could have still been at the gym, but it would have been <laughs> it would have been an older movie, which sometimes they do play. Yeah, like I, I was. I, wow, I thought it was you know almost ten years newer right. than that, like two thousand, yeah. two thousand one, something like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. That means that. Hold on, I got to do math. Okay, G- give um, me a give me a, a guess as to how old you think Hillary Swank is. Oh, I'm gonna say 52. Uh, 47. Okay, not bad. I'm 40, so we, we can make it work. You know, I just it's important for you to know this mm-hmm. based on the shirt that I'm wearing in the conversation we had earlier. She was born in Lincoln, Nebraska. Okay, well, maybe she's a Husker fan. That'd be great. That really would be great. I, I bet even if she, as a Husker fan, I bet even she didn't watch the volleyball. <sighs> oh, well, she's probably making a movie or something, Mike. That's true. Jeez. That's true. Um, all right. Uh, we love her, but let's get off Hillary Swank. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> last uh, trailer is. Oh, by the way, Cobra, Cobra Kai season four. I'm excited for it. Um, yeah. I'm, 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 I don't know if they're able to go much further in this story since uh uh Danny and Johnny are you know, working on the same side of things right. but but I'm excited to see where it goes. So okay. I'm Last, next trailer. Yes. Uh Fantastic Beast. Check out these Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> I can I can affirm that that is not <laughs> it's, it's, it's Fantastic fa- Beast Secrets of Dumbledore. It's Fantastic Beast. Check out these Fantastic Beasts starring Ryan Reynolds. Nope. Mm-hmm. So nope. Don't think Ryan Reynolds and, and Jason Momoa. They're, they're, <laughs> they're the fantastic beasts. Oh, my. <laughs> uh, so I, I watched the trailer for this. Actually, I watched it earlier this evening before we started recording because okay. I hadn't seen it yet. And I said, we need to talk about that. And I need to watch the trailer um, because at the time when I posted it on, on the Facebook page, I just did a side unseen. I, I feel like with this fantastic beasts, you know, series, you know, that's in the Harry Potter world, but not including the Harry. Like, I feel like it's come back with diminishing returns. Oh, you know, um, it, I, the second one is not as memorable as the first one. Um, and I, I have both of them, uh, and I might actually even pull up, uh, the crimes of Grindelwald, but I'm like, I don't, it's not nothing. Nothing makes it stand out or it endears itself to me. You know, maybe I'm not the 
desired demographic. I, I don't know. But true, true. I don't know. My niece just asked for a Harry Potter book for uh, Christmas. So she doesn't have any of them. Oh, so I, okay. I got her the last one. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, the- no, I didn't. I did. I got her the first one. <laughs> but that would have been hilarious to do now that I think of it. Get her, no, you get her the last one, but then you take out like the last chapter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, like, you know, maybe the, the epilogue and, yeah. and, and the three chapters that lead up to she's like, Uncle Craig. <laughs> that, that would have been brilliant. I wish I would have done that now. Uh, no, I got her uh, the sor- Sorcerer's Stone first one. Sorcerer's so. Stone? Nice. Nice. Um, even my sister my sister said that she wanted the books, but she's like, I wouldn't get them all. She might not be that into it, <laughs> or she might not ever yeah. read it. So just start with one. <laughs> right, exactly. And that's, so, that's a safe bet. That's a safe bet. So uh, that that's... Uh, that's something I will wrap and then, you know, put out on my doorstep for Santa Claus to pick up and deliver. Not be able to be there. No, Greg, <laughs> I was thinking about this as far as Santa goes. Uh-huh. Um, because you you got little ones. Mm-hmm. So I, I think your little ones are still little enough to where you can start new traditions in Christmas time. Like maybe... Santa doesn't want milk and cookies. Maybe Santa wants like wings and a, beer. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say a brat and a beer. <laughs> you know, yeah, that'd be fine and, too. And just be like, no, that's that, for some reason that's what Santa wants. I don't know. So it's too late for the oldest. Yeah, true. He's he knows that it, we got. In fact, he brought home a plate of cookies from school one day. Okay, and left one i said hey what's up with this cookie he's like it's for santa i was like okay but the cookie's been here since like wednesday can we just get can we just get i mean you give santa stale cookies you're gonna get stale presents right, exactly <laughs> we can make more cookies or, or you know buy more cookies but you know i don't want anything you know it'll be i don't want to disrespect santa right of course leaving him a bad cookie yeah <laughs> i'll have to bring that up to him Next, uh, when we have the conversation again tomorrow, I'll be like, <laughs> I don't know, bud. Um, as for the twins, they they could care less right now. Yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, you could start the tradition now with them. That's what I'll do. I will, uh, well, next year. Next year. Yeah, next year. Next year. Because they're not going to understand what the hell's going on anyway. No. They're not one yet. Um, they're, well, the fat one's fat. <laughs> Boy, we went to the nine month checkup yesterday right uh which is hilarious because it's almost their 10 month you know on, on earth <laughs> right uh as right. of next week and the fat one is over 22 pounds he's a big boy he's and big that's boy. in the like 82nd or 86th percentile <laughs> not adjusted for the fact that he was born six weeks early right exactly <laughs> so if we look at like him and all of the 34 weekers He's probably like in the 95%. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then the other one's just the other one. He, the, other, the other one is the other one. I, I know he's a twin, but he's not a twin of the person you think he's a twin of. Yeah. He's he, definitely a twin of the older one. He 100%. looks exactly like older yeah. brother. Um, and that's the funny thing is like they both have very like characteristics that are very much like their dad. Right. Okay. So the fat one likes to eat. 
guilty. Okay, right. The the smaller one likes to sleep, also guilty. <laughs> right, right. Uh, uh, and they both like to be a pain in the ass to their mom. So okay, no, I'm that, three yeah. for three. Right there, you go. Perfect. <laughs> All right, Mike. So we've uh, touched on what we've read. We've touched on some trailers. Before we get to the thing that we saw mm-hmm. for a couple of weeks now, I've been wanting to talk about the thing that I watched. Okay. It's on Netflix, so it's free to everybody that pays okay. for Netflix. Are you familiar with League of Legends? Oh, yes, yes. Sorry. I was I, the, the video game. The, oh, that okay. I was thinking of something else. I was thinking of Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> or, uh, League of or, Legends. Uh, yes, I've heard of it. Or I thought you'd be like Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> also, also heard of that, yes. Um, so League of Legends is the video game. I don't know much about it because I've never, like, I don't get on Twitch. I don't right. enjoy watching other ple- people play video games. Um, it's not how I like to spend my free time. All right. Um, but League of Legends is, I guess, like the esports that are popular out there. They yes. play yeah. League of Legends. And it's all built around this world. And they took that world and made it a cartoon. And the cartoon on Netflix is called Arcane, A-R-C-A-N-E. Yes. And I went into it. Um, I, don't know, I wasn't like pushed, rushed, pressure or anything like that. But a guy I work was, he's like, oh, you need to watch this Arcane. And I said, yeah, but it's League of Legends. I don't know anything about it. He's like, you don't right. have to. It, it's It's in the world, but it's not. You know, like some of the characters are, you know, that you meet are in the game, but you don't have to have any knowledge of the game to appreciate the show. Right. So I watched the show and holy shit, I love the show. Okay. Now I say I, that it's, it's not going to be enough to get me to ever play the game. I don't have, again, don't have that kind of time. Right. But what they did in the first couple episodes of that show put me on my ass like it 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 was almost like games of thronesian where like hey you've you've met these characters you're getting in fondness for these characters these characters are dead now (laughs) um there's a a pretty significant heel turn you know like uh, a good kid Good, good person is on the right side, you know, on the wrong side of the law, but at least on the sympathetic side of it. And then something happens, and then this person just goes like, oh, "I'm just gonna start killing everybody." Um, so things like that, and then the story takes a takes a deeper turn. Uh, it's at the root of the story, I think, and maybe I'm oversimplifying it, but it's the haves and the have-nots. You have, you know, like the upper city and the under city. I don't have to really get too descriptive as to tell you which ones are the haves and which ones are the have nots. Right. right. Um, and then there's a, an element called hex magic, hex tech, I think, and then becomes hex magic where they're using magic to uh, uh, like fuel their technological innovations, things like that. Uh, but again, all these are things that League of Legends fans know because this is all stuff that's in the mo- or in the video game. So, um, but I came from uh, at it from a different angle, so I didn't have that, you know, preconceived knowledge. So I just went into clean slate and really enjoyed it. So, Arcane. If we're talking about picks before the pick, Arcane would be my pick for people to watch over on Netflix for free um, if you pay for Netflix. 
I I will one of these days check it out for sure. I I've, I have heard other good things about it. Um, I'll, at least I'll I'll say I'll add it to my list of things I I'm going to watch or I'm starting to watch. What and I'm not going to get into this too much, but uh, one thing that our house right now that's uh kind of like family view, and I say family because it's just what me and my son watch. Uh, it's something that has been out for a long time. I think it season one was like 2004, 2006, maybe. Uh, my son has seen it several times, loves it. In fact, he 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 talked about it so much. I'm like, I'm gonna just start checking this out. Uh, and that's Dexter. Oh, I've we're on, we just finished season two of it. I, my wife, uh, she watched all that. I could never get into. Dexter, for a similar reason, I could never get into uh, uh, Sons of Anarchy or right. Breaking Bad. It's like I don't. It, it's weird for me to watch shows that like make make heroes out of villains. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Well, it's it's definitely it's definitely a, a complicated thing with mm-hmm. Dexter. Uh, I don't like I don't like that gray area shit, Mike. I want I want my black. <laughs> well, got your good guys. You got your bad guys. I don't need any. Uh, well, I mean, we could argue then that. Technically, Batman's not really a hero because it's not black and white with him. I'm pretty sure it is. Like his his no, not his, not at all. If you his look, moral no, code. No. Well, first of all, Dexter has a moral code as well. Um, and then uh, if you look at Batman, Batman might do stuff like it. You know, say, "Hey, I'm not going to kill you, but I'm just going to make this building explode that you're in." Or I'm not going to kill you, but I'm going to leave you on a train that is going to crash into something. That's true. He he does say, yeah. "I'm not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you." Yeah, exactly. All right, but yeah. So I I mean, it's like I said, it's it's something me and Nolan watch together, um, and uh, yeah, enjoyable. Uh, two seasons down. Now he's already told me, and I and I've heard this before. Um, he goes, there are some seasons that are just not good. He goes, and I forgot which seasons it is. Um, but he, I know the new Dexter is out now. Um, and he's watching that on Showtime or whatever it is. Um, but he said that's good so far. And that's weekly episodes. But anyway, uh, we have a good movie to talk about, Greg. Let's do this. We're about to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. So everything from here will contain spoilers throughout. So if you have yet to see Spider-Man No Way Home, if the internet hasn't already spoiled it for you, hit pause, come on back. We'll still be here talking about Spider-Man No Way Home upon your return. Uh, So we thank you for joining us for the first half or two-thirds or whatever it is of the show. We are going to get on into our spoiler-filled review of Spider-Man No Way Home right now. Again, spoilers. Spoilers Spoilers will be discussed for Spider-Man No Way Home. We're going to spoil this. Once again. Spoilers. 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 Turn back now. It's not too late. Three, two, one. It's too late. Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Yes. Well, let's okay. Let's let's start with at the very beginning. Yes, at the very beginning, um, one of the first cameos we see is by who? Greg, the first surprise cameo. We're like, oh, 
He plays a lawyer, Greg. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Charlie Cox. Yes. Daredevil is back. Matt, Matt Murdock. I don't want to interrupt you, so I apologize. But I think you shared something on the Facebook page. Now, we have Matt Murdock back. Yes. We don't necessarily, like, you know, we haven't... I, we, I'll believe that we have Daredevil back when I see Daredevil suit up. You know what I mean? Okay, understandable. Uh, you first of all, we do have Kevin Feige saying that if you see Charlie Cox in an MCU movie, he will be playing Daredevil. Um, also, we do see in Spider-Man: No Way Home that miraculously, this blind lawyer is able to catch a brick that's flying through a window uh, and catch it without looking, of course. Right. And even uh, Spider-Man kind of looks or, you know, uh, Peter Parker at the time uh, looks at him and like, how'd you do that? He's like, uh, I'm a really good lawyer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, but you're right. We don't get him to see him suiting up. Um, hopefully we do sometime soon. I would love to see that. I would love to see uh, a more. Well, what we have now is we're at the end of this movie. We have a more grounded um, Spider-Man. So I would love to see that version of Spider-Man and daredevil teaming up a little less going out into outer space yeah you know it once again we're doing spoilers so uh spider-man at the end of this uh doesn't have any of his tech and of his stark tech it's all it's gone he's he's making the suits on his own now um and we're gonna skip it all over here but nobody knows who he is now either no nobody at all i want to talk about that because that's okay certainly the, the big part the big reason we got the movie you know the big plot devices yes. uh spider-man is in the undercroft or whatever with uh, uh dr strange they're doing this spell <clears throat> also i love the, the bit about dr strange no longer being sorcerer supreme because he was right dead yeah for five years <laughs> yeah and so that's wong um but you know he's he's ruining the spell the spell was only supposed to make people forget that peter parker was spider-man right by the time they get to the end of the movie and, you know, like more and more threats are, uh, in. you know, yeah. Or, or on the verge of, of breaking through and, and Dr. Strange's like, I can't hold them all back. Uh, they're here for you. And so Peter says, uh, he's like, D- you know, go back to your original spell. Have everybody forget me. Right. That was not the original spell though. Right. The original no, spell no. was, Everybody forget that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Peter Parker. So, yes. like, I guess I get why they had to do it to set up the next movie or whatever. But yeah, it's I, it's. Uh, I, that it's Im- I immediately bumped into that. I was like, but that's not the original spell that yeah, we were yeah, talking Greg. about. Yeah, Greg. Here's the thing, though. Uh, they they did that because they wanted the movie to happen. <laughs> okay. Pitch meeting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Writing writer guy. <laughs> um. But so that's the only thing I that was, the entire movie. That's the only thing I bumped up against right. was, you know, the original spell was make people forget that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. The the spell that was supposed to be a, a copy of the original spell was, uh, you know, make everybody forget Peter Parker, period. Yes. So uh, Which has a whole bunch. Uh, you're correct. It has a whole big uh, amount of complications in it. Like, does he do does he not have like a credit card anymore or a social security card? 
Like nobody remembers he, like, him. He doesn't exist. Yeah. The yeah. government, you know, because um, that's what Strange said. He's like, according to you, you won't, you will cease to exist. Right. As a, you know, as, as a known entity. Yes. Like, how are you going to? He's got an apartment somehow. Uh, be paying cash on that, man. What you, he has to be. I don't know. It, it got yeah. complicated. But, but before the before the end, though, let's talk about another uh, big surprise for some people. And I want to know how your audience reacted. Um, there is the scene, of course, where um, uh, uh, Scott, Jake, Jake, not Jacob, Ned. Ned, Ned and um, MJ. Ned, Ned and MJ. Ned uh, has the sling ring. Which is hilarious, by the way. Yes. <laughs> and he figures out how to use it. And he goes, um, you know, show me Spider-Man or Peter Parker. Peter or Parker, yeah. And, you know, you see Spider-Man in the distance and he starts slowly coming up. And then sure enough, it's not, it's not Tom Holland. It's Andrew Garfield. Which, by the way... I, of course, uh, Andrew Garfield has, has been uh, on all these interviews. And I know he has to say this because everybody's asking him, like, are you in No Way Home? He's like, guys, I'm not. This is ridiculous. Like, it's crazy. I can't wait now for the next round of interviews that he does where he's like, sorry, guys. <laughs> but well, he, that's an impossible question for him to ask in the first exactly. place. No, oh, you know? yeah, exactly. Like I said, he, he, you know, first of all, interviews have to ask it. Mm-hmm. And he has to respond the way he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but not only did we get Andrew Garfield, which I I, I had a feeling because no one asked me, he's like, "Do you think we're going to see the other Spider-Man?" I was like, "I think so." But as it's going on, I'm like, "If we don't see it, okay, you know." That's that was kind of my mentality. Is like, I I almost wanted there to not be the other Spider-Man because right. I wanted it to be like that Mephisto situation again you know, oh, like the okay. internet gets their panties in a bunch they think they have right. all the answers and then the internet's not as smart as the internet claims you know well i am i am happy though that we did get andrew garfield and tover grace's venom you, oh you didn't see that part you didn't i watched i watched a different version <laughs> Uh no, we got uh Toby Maguire's Spider Man. <laughs> yes, we did. And I was sitting in a theater that was not quite full. Okay. Uh I would say it was 85, 80, okay. 85% full. Um, and when Andrew Garfield took off his mask, or when Spider-Man took off his mask yep. and revealed himself to be Andrew Garfield, people were very happy about yes. that. Like they cheered. Yes. Uh, similar with Toby Maguire, Toby didn't have uh, the suit on. Uh, right. In fact, it was great because somebody said, uh, "You're gonna look like a a, a youth pastor," or something yeah. like <laughs> and he, he kind of looks under his collar. He's like, uh, "I got the suit on underneath." <laughs> um, I liked the, but again, uh, similarly, people cheered and clapped. Uh, I just sat over there by myself uh, to, uh, on the very last seat in that row of. Uh, of, of seats and I just kind of quietly nodded to myself like yep mm-hmm. very nice well done good job everybody involved yeah I I didn't honestly think that I would that I needed the three Spider-Man in a movie but I am so glad it happened some of those their, their interactions with each other mm-hmm. 
Uh, the jokes that they had about, not jokes, but the, the questions I guess they had about the fact that Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man doesn't need uh, web fluid. Right, right. Like, do you make it <laughs> your own? Like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like breathing. <laughs> just right. happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, no, I, I really enjoyed that. And the when you had all three of them kind of like dropping down in yes, the frame oh with, with the with the moon behind it. I yes. thought that was oh that was beautiful. That and they didn't work together great at first because they had well, two of them had been used to being solo acts. Right. And then of course Tom Holland's like, look, not to brag, but I was in the Avengers. And they're like, oh my god, that is amazing. What are the Avengers? I was like, okay, are they gonna do something like where you know? You know, Toby McGuire is like, oh, actually, after I defeated, you know, this person, I met an Iron Man. But no, they're just like, no, we're the only superheroes in our, mm-hmm. in our, you know, our, our, our universe. That was a, that was a good, good, nice touch yes. um, by, by everyone involved. Um, he's like, we got to, you know, coordinate our attacks. We got to work as a team. Um, and, and you'll mention drops the <laughs> Avengers. Like, I don't want to brag, but I'm an Avenger. Yeah. And <laughs> like, it was a foreign concept to them, which was you always wonder, you know, on some of these, you know, and other aspects of the multiverse, you know, which there are going to be, I think, universes or multiverses out there that don't have the Avengers, obviously, right? Uh, but don't have Spider. There might just be one that's all mutants. True. There might be one that's just the Fantastic Four. There might you know, be one that's only uh, Deadpool's. There might be one that's only podcasters. That's true. That's and no one goes there. <laughs> it yeah. is a barren wasteland. Oh. <laughs> uh, one other thing with uh, with the, the three Spider Man when they were coordinating their attacks, I don't know how to describe, it, but one thing I love was when they all co- somehow like spun their web together and kind of did like a three sixty twist thing in the air. Can't describe it, but I loved it. And, and I loved uh, even before that when Spider-Man and Doctor Strange were going at it and they're in the mirror dimension and, and Spider-Man's like, oh, that's magic. Kind of looks an awful lot like geometry. Right. And exactly. then he's like, you know, uh, manipulating all the pieces around him and he gets a uh, gets strange caught in a web and which is hilarious because he also took the sling ring, which is how Ned got it. Right. To, right. He's like, how long are you going to leave me here? Just till I'm done and. Uh, so anyway, it, little well, and, okay. touches like that were all were no. just real fun. Absolutely, and let, well, let's talk about that Doctor Strange part because, like you talked about, they tried to do a spell in the beginning to have uh, everybody forget that Peter Parker is Spider Man. Um, Peter Parker messed it up because he kept going, he kept changing the spell. Like, oh, I want MJ to to know still, and I want my, you know, in my Aunt May, uh, my Meemaw and Ned Jean, and Happy, you know, and- yeah. Um, and so he messed, they messed it up, and then that's what brings the you know Doc Ock, the other people, the villains in from the other world because they're coming in because they know that Peter Parker is Spider Man, but not Tom Holland. Peter Parker is Spider Man. Right. Somebody, uh, uh, a Peter Parker is Spider Man, uh, and then they also find out that all of these people when they go back are going to die. All the villains mm-hmm. are going to die, and. Uh, Doctor Strange just says, "Okay, it has to happen," and Tom Holland's like, "No, we got to figure out something else." So that's the reason he traps him in the uh, mirror dimension, with like you said, all the the, the cool math, uh, technically equations or whatever you want to call it, that webs him up. Um, 
And they do, they, they work on trying to figure out how to cure all these people. And I think the first one that they actually do cure is uh, Doc Ock. Yes. As you know, they figure out a way to get, do the inhibitor chip again, whereas so he, you know, um, and then they're working on the other ones. Electro's uh, a much better version in this one than he was in um, the amazing Spider-Man. Right. Completely agree. And, and I love how they rationalized it, you know? Yes. They, it's a different energy in this, right. you know, and, and everything else. Um, Sandman is still Sandman. And I think that's what I appreciate him is yeah. he, yeah. he was never really a bad guy. He was a guy who made right. mistakes, Mistake, but at yeah. the end of the day, he just wanted to get back to his daughter. And so he was yeah. able to do that. Spoilers. Ah, hell were. Um, but yeah, the, uh, it kind of all went downhill. I was surprised. I thought we were supposed to get Vulture and we didn't get Vulture. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think they're, they're saving that for another Spider-Man movie, maybe a Sinister Six are, type of movie. But there are toys out right now. Yeah. I mean, they're going to sell Dude, toys. A little red herring. Like, you know, I mean, yeah. like they're like action figure packages that have Star Wars, Star Wars, Jesus. Oh, they have Star Wars in them too. Wow. Crazy. Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, branding on them with um, I almost was certain with Vulture on there so there might be they might they might have done a really good job of trolling everybody that that would not surprise me to be honest with you Um, yeah uh, Sandman and uh, Lizard are the two that were kind of just in the background for the most part and I didn't realize it but I know they used Hayden uh, Hayden Christian Church Hayden Church Christian Thomas Hayden, Hayden, Hayden Thomas Church. Thomas Hayden Church. Sure. What? Well, yeah. Lowell Thomas from Wings. Yes. Uh, they use his voice, obviously. And I think the when he finally, you know, isn't Sandman anymore and he goes back to Flint Marco, apparently that was just uh, used footage from whatever the Spider Man 3. Hmm. Like he wasn't actually there. That's what I've heard. Uh, and it might be true for the lizard. No, I'm pretty I, sure I, that was re-siphoned. No, no, it was, but I'm saying like I, I don't know if they were actually on set or if that was, hey, let's use footage. Well, so I mean, I, I think I think yeah. it was like he looked different now than he did in in did he? uh yeah, in uh Amazing Spider Man. Yeah. Um uh, but like, starting to wander. <laughs> um that's what that's what you get for it's taking you know, three hours to watch uh, volleyball. And then we started the podcast at ten. It was a national championship, Mike. I, I think even the volleyball players didn't care. Oh no, they cared. <laughs> um, they missed me. Yes. Oh, of course, of course. Um, so uh, talk about a, a, a sad moment. Of course, we had Spider-Man has to have a death. He has to face a death. Now, you would think that since we didn't get an Uncle Ben, that the Iron Man would have been his Uncle Ben moment, you know, Uncle, you know, but instead of getting the Uncle Ben moment, which I'm glad we didn't get, we got the Aunt May moment. Aunt May is no longer in the MCU. Uh, 
And it was actually, I'm, I'm kind of joking about it, but it was actually a very powerful scene. Um, I thought it was terrific acting by Tom Holland. Oh my God. Yes. When he, when he was over Mercer Tomei and like, those were some real tears. Yes. You know, like his eyes were bloodshot and, and yeah. just, oh, it was. Couldn't process what was going on really. You know, I, I like how Aunt May said the same line. You know that mm-hmm. Uncle Ben says, and then every it, he's he's like, "Wait a minute, you you know those words?" And and right without without missing a beat, the other Peter Parker's like, "Yeah, my Uncle Ben said it the day he died." And and uh, yeah. so it, it's just Peter Parker is destined to hear those words. True. I think yes. Um, I would say the only difference is that May knew that. Peter was Spider-Man. Uncle Ben's never knew. Yes, absolutely. So, right. Um, Yeah. And and with that, like you kind of talked about a little bit, um, they, the other two Peter Parkers, uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield almost kind of played like a big brother role when that happened. Not only did that happen, but they were like, um, because you talk about, you know, experiencing loss. And of course, uh, Tobey Maguire was talking about, you know, Uncle Ben, dying andrew garfield can talk about gwen stacy because he's and he's like that's that was my mj mm-hmm. you know talking about about her dying and they also talked about how they were vengeful and it didn't work out for them you know which we kind of saw with the first uh uh spider-man with toby mcguire you know we see it where he the, the guy that kills uncle ben which later they tried to say was sandman but that's so stupid um, but the, 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 the Robert, and he said, you know, I wanted him to die. Right. And I got my wish, yep. you know, but he's, he's like, it didn't make me feel better. And even Andrew Garfield said, you know, uh, I started to, after, after, you know, Gwen Stacy died, I started to not pull my punches, which we don't right. really see, but maybe that would have been like the third movie, you know, I and he's like, it didn't, you know, like it doesn't bring her back and it doesn't make me feel better. So there is a, a, a scene at the end where um, uh, Tom Holland's beating the shit out of Green Goblin, like just destroying him, and then picks up the glider over his head, and you think he's about to, you know, just stab him with the glider and kill him. And he might have if it wasn't for Tobey Maguire. And Tobey Maguire just grabs it and just, like, looks at him. And, mm-hmm. and Bleeding. They, yeah. And just it doesn't have to say anything. You know, um, and then Goblin stabs Toby yeah, McGuire in the back. Yes, yes, yes. Which, uh, which I was all like, okay, that's gonna be they're they're doing that because that way people are gonna be like, okay, there's not gonna be uh, a Toby McGuire Spider Man in any future Marvel. They're gonna still be an Andrew Garfield if they ever revisit a multiverse type of thing, but there's not gonna be a, a Toby McGuire. But that's not true because at the end he was still alive and he's like, yeah, I, I've been stabbed before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's stuff. Um, and then, you know, they, they succeed in getting like distributing the cures to everybody. Yes. Yes. Um, I also like how they explained the, the two new suits that you saw, you know, so like Spider-Man obviously is like uh, kind of hated by half the world or whatever for being, the reason that uh, Mysterio died and what right. they all still think that like, I think it would have been uh, uh, a better spell to just uh, remove the illusion that 
that Mysterio put when you know, like yeah. telling telling him that he's the you know whatever. Um, right. But anyway, I digress. So I forgot where I was going now. With the spells. Oh, 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 oh we, um, they they did a really good job in in like quote unquote curing everybody, you know, and, and trying right. to get get them all whole and get them all home. So yeah, um, yeah, and you also you talked about like the suits as well, like the one black suit that they had or black and gold suits they had is because uh, somebody threw paint on um, uh, Spider-Man. Try, he's, he's been trying to wash it off and he can't. And he kind of, as he's washing, he just looks on the inside of He's like, oh, that'll work. Yeah, he just flips it as that out. <laughs> and then the other one is uh, when he first meets um, Doc Ock. Oh, yeah. And, yes. and he uses some of his uh, nanite technology to kind of fuse into the arms and takes over, starts controlling the, uh, the, uh, the heaviest yeah. arms, arms via Bluetooth. And so he gets those nanites back and he puts that on like over his, the, his other costume, so right. to speak there. So yes. again, just a different little look, but yeah. uh, another little added layer of protection. You know, speaking of, uh, you know, Spider-Man being accused of, all this, you know, the murdering everybody, you know, the, the mysterious thing that went away within the first five minutes of the movie. Like that wasn't even the storyline at all. They were just like, just, uh, you know, Daredevil, Charlie Cox comes, Murdoch comes in and he's just like, ah, no, nah, it won't stick. You're fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so just, start, moved on. start a senior year and all of his classmates are following him around. And one teacher, yeah. a couple of his te- teachers think he's the greatest and the other one's like, Nah, you a piece of trash, man. Right, right. Yeah. So it wasn't be like kill, killing a hero and stuff like right. that. So, um, yeah, it's you know it, but it's an interesting storytelling device because now Peter Parker has to start from scratch. Yes. You know. So, and I like that they're already in talks for another Spider-Man movie. Yes. So. Yeah. I think they'll do another trilogy. Um, you know, partnered with Sony, of course be a lot of tom holland that's right he's good but here's the thing he's not an avenger anymore true not no absolutely not now that doesn't mean they can't have him in an avengers type movie though Mm -hmm. he's just not part of it right you know um they're gonna have to introduce miles at some point and they kind of they kind of uh uh teed up the notion a little bit between yeah. the conversation between Electro and uh, and Andrew Garfield. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, man, you from Brooklyn and uh, <laughs> swinging around. I thought you were black or like, something right. like that. I don't think There's got to be a black Spider-Man around there. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah I, yeah, I didn't think I got it right. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, one's coming. Uh, no, we promise. Absolutely. I, I think enough people want it. I think it'll, it'll do really well. Um, I'm curious about how they would do that story because when they introduced uh, Miles Morales into the comic books, Spider-Man was at that time an adult. And I guess technically Tom Holland's like 20 something. Technically he's an adult, but he still looks like he's he could pass for maybe 18, you know. I would say maybe not this next movie, but the one after that. After, yeah, yeah. You know, that way you can have, you know, a little bit of passing the torch, and mm-hmm. then maybe Spider-Man the six movies, all miles. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't know. Yeah. So, so um, I- 
but no, I enjoyed it. Uh, stayed awake the entire time, which is kind of more than what I can say about this time tonight. I uh, honestly, it was, two, I want to say two and a half hours. And it, for me personally, and I, I went there late as well. Um, it, it didn't seem like it was two and a half hours. No, it cruised. At all. I thought it, 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 yeah. In fact, near, when I was, no, it was near the end. You can kind of tell. I was like, man, I kind of don't want this dead. <laughs> I kind of wanted it to keep going. Had an opposite uh, effect of uh, Eternals, in my opinion. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes, absolutely. But I, I was thinking about this, too. Is like, I know these characters. True. You know, this is our, let's see, one, sixth movie with yes. Tom Holland in it. You know, third with Ned and MJ and that crew. Um, right. You know, we had four movies now with Doctor Strange. Yes. Um, I guess five, if you want to include his cameo in Thor Ragnarok. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so these are like characters we knew in Marvel or Eternals is all like, here's a bunch of new people. Drew. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Um, right. It also kind of gives me some, well, no, I was going to say it makes me think that they're not in the same universe, but they are because they mentioned Thanos quite a bit in Eternals. Mm-hmm. So, which one takes place first and because there was no mention of any like uh global anomaly or you know like it is celestial trying to stick yeah, yeah. out of the yeah. core type of thing so i don't know what's going on yeah um unless uh, two things last two things to talk about would be the end credit scenes mm-hmm. um uh, tom hardy was there tom hardy's not there anymore Yep, Tom Hardy's uh, Tom Hardy's well, well Venom uh, Eddie Brock is went back into his own world when they did the spell, uh, make everybody go away. But a little piece of Venom, you see, drops down and starts moving. So I'm where I there's they're teasing a, a Venom. I don't know if they're going to bring Tom Hardy back as Eddie Brock or they're just going to do something completely different with uh, Venom. One of Spider-Man's first um, times with the black suit was Secret Wars. Yes. And I thought I had read where Secret Wars or some variation of it was coming. So, yeah, to Disney Plus. It's there's always a world. There, there's always a possibility then that it would, you know, populate or manifest itself in, in, in that medium. Um, but that was an interesting Oh, by the way, I don't know if you know this. The bartender, did he look familiar to you? I he didn't until I looked up who like, I was looking up stuff about it. And I was like, oh, okay. I did I would not have guessed that at all. Football is life. Yes. Yes. And sometimes football is a death. Yes. And sometimes football is football. Yes. But mostly football is life. Yes. Danny Rojas. Uh, yes. Rojas. So um yeah, the uh I, with the with the Venom suit, it it made more sense the way they did it in the comic books because, like you said, he got the Venom suit first, and then he gets rid of it. Like he realizes ah, this doesn't work for me. It's too you know I don't like the way it's making me feel. The things are making me do. Uh, the suit kind of hates Peter Parker, and then so when it attaches to Eddie Brock, that's why Eddie Brock. That's one of the reasons they, well, Eddie Brock already hates Peter Parker for different right. reasons. Both of them, they, the, the Sue and Eddie hate Peter Parker, Spider Man. That's why they're going after him. Yeah. You know, uh, and then so, uh, last thing we saw 
is one thing that I talked about um, in previous podcasts. I was talking about I've never I every trailer I see in the movie theaters I've already seen. Mm-hmm. That's not true anymore because we got a trailer for and I had a feeling it was going to come. Uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Yes, we did. And Miss Wanda is going to play a big part in that movie. Yes. And, and at least from what we can tell, it's not going to be necessarily the antagonistic role that I think a lot of people thought initially. Right. Now, not right. to say that she's not going to get frustrated, lose her shit, and do something silly, yeah. but uh, Mordo, Mordo is back. Mordo, yeah. We know that uh, at the end of uh, Doctor Strange, he was trying to take all the magic back. He's like, mm-hmm. no more wizards or something right. like that, sorcerers, no more magic um, users or, or abusers. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that. You know, yeah, we know what I was super excited to see at the very end the evil Doctor Strange. Yes. Do you think that's the same one from What If? What if, or do you think it's like, well, that worked out well, or I mean, they have to have the plans in place before that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very interesting concept. Yeah. You know, like the dark doctor. Yes. So. Yeah. And that comes out in March. Is it? Is it really that fast? I think so. Oh my, I'm going to need to save up some time and money. <laughs> yes. Yes. Same. So. All right. Mike, we got out of here all right. Yeah. We uh we spoiled Spider-Man No Way mm-hmm. Home, so hopefully everybody that wanted to uh, see it has seen it and then listened to the show and we didn't spoil it too much for you know, we we, we gave you plenty of Josh. <laughs> He'll see it in 3 years. Yes, yes. Uh, but hopefully you appreciate the show, you appreciate our our attempts to at least blockade you. Uh, and turn you away if you haven't seen Spider-Man No Way Home because we don't want anything to be ruined for you. That's why I got out there when I could last night because I didn't want the internet to be that dickish internet that it often is and ruin the movie for me, and I I knew it would. So, yeah, yeah, so we hope that you out there enjoyed this show. Uh, Tell your friends and like and subscribe and share and all that other good stuff. Mike, any final thoughts? Nope. I like that. I like a little, not quite. Uh, so for the co-host of the year, Mike Luther, I'm Greg Mahochko. We are getting out of here for Nerds United on the Jerry Monkey Podcast Network, where we remind you every week just to do something simple, like be kind. And rewind. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.